turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. It's a fact. If the riches of the wealthy were suddenly given to the average American, the rich would have most of their wealth back in no time at all. Not because they're more deserved, but because they do a great job of getting us to spend it back to them. And once in their hands, they work it to their self-interest. The host of Get Rich Slow, Jim McAleese, believes the financial decisions you make today will guide your financial destiny tomorrow. Jim teaches you to plan for the worst and then hope for the best. America is under no obligation to provide what you need. Entitlements are out. Opportunity is today's watchword. Money matters can be intimidating, but they don't have to be. So start or supercharge your wealth-building plan now with Jim McAleese. Welcome to Get Rich Flow. This is your money tool for financial winners. Here we explore strategies to help you prosper. We look at the big picture and then develop plans to help guide our families to meet their financial goals. Get Rich Flow gives you solid financial strategies, strategies that will help improve your financial life. If you want the truth, not the hype, please join us for the next hour for Get Rich Flow. I'm Jim McAleese, Certified Financial Planner and President of Cornerstone Consultants Incorporated. We're securities and investment advisory services are offered through Next Financial Group Incorporated, which is a member of FINRA and CIPIC, and Cornerstone Consultants is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. Well, good morning. The sun is shining and time is flying. My May and June, you know, they've gone, and they were almost halfway through July. Where does the time go? I've been so busy, you know, this summer that I've lost track of everything. And leaving, we seem to be, at least we seem to be enjoying the summer anyhow. We're getting back to normal. And in the, the weather with the temperatures in the high 80s and the, uh, and the rain, uh, help us forget that this is summer and there's nothing you can do about the weather except complain about it. So let's change the subject to something else. Besides, this coming week looks like it's more of the same. A little bit of heat and thunderstorms. Uh, but the thunderstorms give us a little chance to get out between the thunderstorms if we don't want to be out all day long. And we won't melt, so let's get outside and enjoy the rest of the summer. Labor Day will be here soon enough. And basically, that's the end of summer in my book. So I'm realizing that it's almost August and the summer's moving quickly. And we have to use the rest of the summer wisely. 
this is particularly true if you look at the outside jobs that require good weather, like replacing windows or or putting uh, you know a new door in or a new roof. If you if you don't have the contractors scheduled uh, by now, you might be getting not getting started until late in the fall, and then it'll be a, t- a touch and go with the winter weather. So. We better plan for these and get the ball rolling, and, and then we can go outside and enjoy the summer activities like tending the garden or traveling or visiting the children and grandchildren. You know, things are getting back to normal, and we look around and we see um, we go to a restaurant. There's no more spacing. There's no more uh, uh, mask wearing. I don't know whether this new uh, Delta uh, variant of the COVID is going to change anything, but uh, things look good right now. And along the way, we might even spend some time reviewing what's happening in the world and uh, how that's affecting our investment. This week, uh, global equities were mixed again uh, with the three major equity indices in the United States uh, closing Friday at new records. Uh, the European Union and the UK, uh, we're basically moving sideways. There's there's growth there, but they're fighting uh, this new uh, uh, Delta variant of the uh, COVID. And Asia uh, equities indices were definitely down, with China applying some serious controls to their uh, high-tech companies. So there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of questions about what's going on there. This week, investors became concerned about the growth of the global economy uh, because of the slowdown in China and the uh, Delta uh, variant, the COVID. And uh, that's impacting uh, European uh, opening economies. In the U.S., concerns weighed down equities uh, midweek. But according to the Wall Street Journal, by Friday, Wall Street stocks rebounded to record highs, and uh, the rally in core uh, government uh, treasuries paused as investors shrugged off caution about the global economic output, and they focused on buying opportunities. On Friday, the standard and four or five hundred, the blue chip U.S. gauge, hit another high, rising 1.1 percent. Uh, by the closing bell uh, in New York after having slid uh, close to nine-tenths of a percent the day early. amid fears about that, what we talked about in terms of the slowdown in China and the uh, regulations in China and the worries linked to the spread of the uh, Delta uh, variant of the COVID. The uh, tech-heavy NASDAQ composite end of the day, almost 1% higher. So Thursday and Friday were kind of crazy days where things plummeted on Thursday and then they rose up on Friday. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, closed at 34,870.16, and that was up two-tenths of a percent for the week. The standard in four or five hundred. Uh, closed uh, Friday at 4,369.55, and it was up uh, four-tenths for the week. And the NASDAQ was also up at four-tenths for the week at 14,701.92. So what we're seeing is 
uh, investors are looking forward to the start of the uh, uh, the second quarter earnings. That'll be soon. I think it's in this, maybe this week, maybe next week. Uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, Standard and Poor 500 listing co- listed companies are expected to report aggregate earnings growth of 65% for the second quarter of the year compared with the same period in 2020. That's according to uh, forecast uh, uh, collated by the exchange-traded fund uh, uh, provider Wisdom Tree. And everyone, investors and consumers, they're getting back to normal, basically faster and stronger than predicted. Uh, the demand is basically outstripping the supply, and the companies are basically being caught flat-footed. Uh, the, the magic ingredient in all this recovery has been the vaccines, and from what we're seeing in the vaccines, despite regional variations in vaccination rates and the emergence of new variants, the pandemic seems to be subsiding with uh, both cases and fatalities now down more than 90% from their January peaks. The vaccine uh, distributed in the United States uh, seemed to be remarkably effective with less than 1% of fatalities in June occurring among uh, vaccinated people. So the idea being that if even if you're truly immunized, uh, the vaccines are, are, in the best cases, only about 95% effective, and you can get uh, this probably this new uh, Delta uh, uh, variant of the COVID. But uh, from what they're seeing, it, uh, if you do catch it, it's not uh, as serious as you it would be if you're not vaccinated. They're basically saying that 1% of the people who uh, died of the COVID in June, less than 1% of those were vaccinated people. And that's according to Dr. Fauci. Uh, notable, according to the CDC, uh, you know, almost 80% of Americans over the age of 65 have been fully uh, vaccinated, which should keep the fatalities lower, even if there's some uptick in cases in the months ahead. Uh, this should allow uh, almost all activity to return to normal by the fall. And uh, if you take a look at the, there was a study in Israel, uh, basically Israel made uh, some sort of a deal with Pfizer that uh, uh, they could get access early on to the Pfizer vaccine, and they would uh, basically use the Israel as a test case. And what they're showing is that uh, the Pfizer uh, immunization is basically 90% effective against uh, the earlier variants of the COVID, but only 65% effective against this uh, new Delta variant that uh, appeared from India. So uh, Pfizer is already in the, uh, working to get a booster shot ready to... Uh, basically close the gap. So, you know, anything to keep the recovery, anything to keep us safe, and uh, from an investor viewpoint, keep the recovery rolling. And the recovery uh, uh, continues basically into the second half. The second half, uh, the first half was 
basically goods, people coming out, uh, purchasing goods, and that was even during the COVID. But now what you're seeing is the second half, you should see a determined effort to rebuild the inventories. And uh, that combined with a strong consumer demand for services should allow output to grow at a more than 5% annualized rate. This is according to J.P. Morgan. And that should leave the real GDP in the fourth quarter of 2021 approximately 5% higher than in the fourth quarter of 2019. So that would even exceed what could have been, what would have been assumed uh, to be the trend growth had the pandemic never occurred. So we're coming out of this pandemic or or uh, the shutdown at a very, very strong rate. Uh, the labor department has been, labor market has been slower uh, to heal with uh, uh, the uh, June job uh, situation report showing that we still have a difference of 6.6 million people still unemployed after uh, uh, after this uh, uh, buildup in the employment recently. Uh, but uh, some of the biggest losses have been in the state and local governments, and I think that $350 billion aid to local governments, uh, to the states and uh, local governments, uh, that was contained in that $1.9 trillion American Rescue Bill that was passed uh, January, February of this year. And uh, looking at the losses in leisure and hospitality, uh, uh, those losses are about 2 million jobs. And what you're seeing is the restaurants are opening up. They're trying to get themselves staffed up. They're shortening their hours if they don't have a enough staff to uh, get back to the regular hours, but they're getting there. So um, what you'll see is the restaurants, sporting events, uh, theatrical events, together with more travel and tourism should uh, uh, take up the slack in the unemployment. Um, uh, and also, uh, if you take a look at uh, predictions from J.P. Morgan, they expect the unemployment rate to average 4.9% in the fourth quarter and 3.8% in the second quarter of 2022. So uh, that'll push the unemployment rate below the uh, Fed's long-run target of 4%. And uh, we'll talk about uh, what the what that means uh, in terms of the... Uh, Federal Reserve is keeping the uh, monetary uh, policy that they have right now. Uh, a big boost to this whole recovery has been, um, well, there's, there's basically two parts to what the government has been doing. One part is the Federal Reserve, and they've been keeping uh, interest rates low. Uh, the the uh, federal funds uh, rate uh, for basically overnight lending is down between zero and, and one quarter of one percent. And at the same time, they're also buying $120 billion of, um, of, of bonds each month. They've been doing that for since the COVID started. 
And of the $120 billion, uh, $80 billion is U.S. Treasuries, and another uh, $40 billion is uh, uh, mortgage-backed securities from Fannie and Freddie and Jimmy May. So the other part of the government help has been the fiscal stimulus, and basically the fiscal stimulus is so far has been amounted to $4 trillion in uh, basically 2020. That was basically the CARES Act in March of that year, and then the $900 billion uh, uh, bill that was passed just at the end of the uh, last administration. So, and then we also have the $2 trillion or $1.9 trillion that was passed at the start of this year in the American uh, uh, Rescue Plan. So, all in all, between the Federal Reserve and the, uh, they're keeping the interest rates super low, also buying bonds to keep the longer term interest uh, uh, rates low. And you've got the federal government, which is basically spending, uh, has spent $6 trillion uh, in terms of uh, uh, checks and, and loans and everything else to keep the economy rolling. So, and it's been very effective. And so, okay, uh, the let's let's uh, let's halt for just a second and uh, see what our our friends are at, on the uh, telephone line. Hello, John. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. You and your late wife has been rock of Gibraltar. We know that. <laughs> that, of course, they don't understand these days. What is Rock of Gibraltar? They throw the rocks at everybody in the glasshouse, too. <laughs> anyway, I don't well, understand. Yeah. Sna snake oil is still back on the public square. Now, the cryptocurrency, you know, we, we used to have, now, Internet, of course, you can buy drugs from anywhere you want, prescription, come to your zip code yeah. with a barcode. And, of course, cryptocurrency is now forensic audit, even the good old days of SEC, white collar. You cannot... Past laws, they're always lagging behind. So now I saw some hearings at the age 86. I came here at 23 as a graduate school student, but that doesn't matter. My mind is still working, but I can't believe cryptocurrency, forensic audit. We don't even teach compound interest in high school. How is that? So well, it's sad. I'm not a pessimist. I'm an eternal optimist. Keep up the good work, but I don't understand why. Some of these people don't understand the technology at the senatorial house. Even Supreme Court cannot keep up with the technology. In the meantime, they're coming up with the laws, and some people are already in a marathon running. Some people are in a wheelchair, as far as laws are concerned. You cannot <laughs> pass laws. And it's, it's very sad. Uh, the, the, everything is, sky is falling, sky is falling. We did that in the 2000 when the computer coding system. Oh, we can, hey, as John, long as we work John, as a group, as a country, been, instead of pledge allegiance yeah, to majority leader and minority leader, we have come a long way. The founding fathers yeah. showed the way. And I have a lot of faith in as an immigrant. And, of course, I'm yeah. a citizen, too. And I take it very yeah. seriously. It's sad that you we don't teach capitalism. John, you and I have been around a long time. And basically what we do know is that uh, we remember the old days and we can re relate as to how the U.S. has progressed from the old days to today. In some cases, it looks like it's been uh, 
uh, a uh, improvement in some cases, you know, with the internet and all the complaining and all the division and stuff like that. It looks like it's been a, a reverse, so to speak. But all hey, in all, you have to say that, hey, uh, yeah, I'm this not, nation I'm, is, is I'm not looking good. for the good old days of a specialist and making the market. There. Now it's nanosecond <laughs> trading. And eventually what is happening is even the earnings forecast, everything is not only First Amendment is there, but they don't want to. Everything is cautious because nobody wants to get sued, light and left, like a Hatfield and McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's sad so, because it's, 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 on the other hand, I think there's so much information available. There are more apps. I need a computer to figure out what app I need. <laughs> well, a lot I, of times the best thing to I do mean, is, you cannot, is to just the, the industry, home base, all the malls are going to be converted to warehouses. It looks like it. Yeah, and, right. and one other thing, hedge fund people are attacking Right and left, all the homeowners, middle class, cannot even buy a house even for cash, California especially, and Florida, uh, New Jersey. Well, when people yeah, are it's getting it's involved, there's enough tax write-off carried yeah, forward. Hey, hey, John, hey, John, wait a second. There's an upside to everything you're talking about. There's a downside and an upside. If you take yeah, a look I, at the housing, you're right in the sense of it. Uh, Blackstone and, and uh, the other, some of the other sure. hedge funds are in there buying rental hey. properties, but, but basically when you look at it, you see your, your housing prices uh, going up 15%, and that's really increasing the wealth uh, of the nation. You know, if you hey. own a house, that's one of your biggest investments, and uh, it's basically going up. So there's, there's a good side. But I also, make fun of this joke. I also make fun of the old saying, it's a wake-up call. Then they also they say don't sleep at the wheel. I don't know why they do that. <laughs> oh well, hey, if you if you want to if you want a wake up call, let's let's talk about uh, wake up calls with regard to the deficit. In other words, I know. If, you take look at, later, if you take a look at the water, water finds its own level. Uh, physics tells us yeah. the same way. Sooner or later, next yeah. generation will pay the price. But then again, yes. after all, inflation is nothing more than numbers. What the numbers? Count the numbers. Count the blessings first. Okay. Keep right. up the good work. Yeah. Thank you very much. You take care now. Bye. This is Jim McAleese. Hey, one of the things that, that John brings up is basically uh, the interpretation of all this stuff that is pouring out in terms of what the government's doing, uh, what industry is doing, what people are doing. It basically... Uh, the, the the big picture, and the big picture, what's happened is that the uh, we fell into this COVID hole, which was uh, once in a lifetime event, and probably hopefully won't happen for another hundred years. The last one that happened was the Spanish flu in, in uh, 1918, uh, but it. it we fell into it, and basically we're coming out of it. And we're coming out of it because uh, the government did the right thing in, in throwing that money in. Uh, also, the the vaccine. If we didn't have the vaccines, we would be in terrible shape right now. So we are coming back. And the big picture it boils down to uh, the American consumer is coming back, spending uh 
getting new jobs. One of the one of the issues that you're seeing in the job situation is that uh, companies can't find uh, labor um, uh, fast enough. Uh, and the problem there is not a serious problem. It's a problem that uh, there's nine. We'll, we'll talk about this later in the show. There's nine million job offerings on the market right today. So there's almost as many, there's more, I think, job offerings than there are unemployed people. But people uh, can take a look and say, do I want to go into the leisure and hospitality? I think something like 70% of the people said that they won't go, they don't want to go back into those jobs again. They're looking for something better. So uh, we're going through this turmoil right now of you know, getting a million pieces of this clock working together and synchronized together again. But uh, it'll happen. It'll probably happen by the end of the year. So um, thank you, John, for calling. And <laughs> let, me, let me talk about that just for a minute, what's happening in the Federal Reserve. And uh, the Federal Reserve this week uh, published their uh, minutes uh, for the Federal Open Market Committee meeting on June uh, 15th and 16th. And uh, it was one of the things that may have impacted the stock market last week. So in the uh, Federal Open Market Committee meeting, the Federal Reserve suggested that they might pull back their support for the economy sooner than they had anticipated because of stronger-than-expected growth this year. So federal... Uh, this according to Wall Street, federal officials discussed the matter in their June 15th and 16th policy meeting, but weren't ready to reduce their $120 billion in monthly payments of Treasury and mortgage securities. That's according to the minutes of the uh, gathering. They were released Wednesday, but an unspecified number thought that the time might be approaching. The minutes of the... Uh, Meeting said, very, quote, various participants mentioned that they expected the conditions were beginning to reduce the pace of asset purchases to be met somewhere, somewhat earlier than they had anticipated at previous meetings in light of the incoming data. And others saw reports of weaker than expected hiring as a reasonable patient in reassessing their next moves. Uh, they continue the minutes offer a strong sign officials will wrap up more formal uh, deliberations in their next meeting, July 27th and 28th, over when and how to reduce the bond buy. Officials generally judge that, quote, as a matter of prudent planning, it is important to be well positioned to reduce the pace of asset purchases if appropriate in response to unexpected economic developments, including faster than anticipated progress towards the Fed's inflation and, employ and employment goals, or risk too much inflation. That's the end of the quotes. The minutes show that officials would still expect recent inflation surges to be temporary, uh, driven primarily by bottlenecks and shortages stemming from the pandemic. But some official raised concern that consumers and business expectations of future employment might rise to inappropriate levels 
with elevated inflation readings persisted. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me, they're looking at it from both directions. Uh, the best guess is that they'll start uh, reducing their buying towards the end of the, at the end of this year and start to uh, move the Fed funds rate, <coughs> move the Fed funds rate sometime in the middle of uh, 2022. So, <coughs> <coughs> I'll get So, this is Jim McAleese. You can give us a call. We talk about the big picture, but we'd also, if you've got to look, uh, talk about your micro picture, we'd love to talk about that too. Uh, the number here is 1-888-281-1110. So give us a call, and uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Colleen, producer of Get Rich Slow. Each week we take calls from people just like you that have questions for our host, Jim McAleese. Oftentimes Jim can't answer the questions in depth because of time restraints or the need for more detailed information. That's why we encourage you to call Cornerstone Consultants, Inc., the financial counseling service founded by Jim and Tama McAleese. Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. has helped thousands of clients get more for their money. Whether your financial goal is to avoid common investing mistakes, buying your next home, planning for retirement, finding that right mutual fund, or covering your assets with the right kind of insurance, Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. will guide you to wise financial choices. So call Cornerstone Consultants, Inc. for an appointment today at 440-647-2793. That number again, 440-647-2793. Now back to more Get Rich Slow. to get rich more. This is your host this morning, uh, Jim McAleese. Uh, one of the things we were talking about was the Federal Reserve and its impact on the uh, stock market. And basically right now, uh, they're buying uh, $120 billion of, uh, of uh, bonds each month. Uh, $80 billion of that is treasuries. And uh, that's basically to, uh, <clears throat> to keep the uh, uh, longer maturity bonds uh, rates down, and the other 40 is uh, 40 billion a month is mortgage-backed securities from Fannie, Freddie, and Jimmy May, and that's basically to keep the mortgage rates down. So they're working in that area, and they're also keeping the um, uh, overnight rates down to between zero and a quarter. As I said before, the uh, expectations are that. Uh, they're going to start to uh, uh, move uh, or start to uh, reduce that bond buy, uh, maybe sometime close to the end of this year, and then um, <clears throat> uh, move that uh, interest rate up sometimes towards the end of uh, 2022. So, uh, 
in any case, whenever they make a move, there'll be a move in the, in the, uh, in the stock market. And uh, basically, they laid out uh, last year, the Fed laid out three tests that they need to meet before raising rates from their current settings near zero. And the first one is inflation needs to reach 2%. Second, inflation needs to be expected to run moderately above 2%. And third, the economy would need to return to maximum employment, which officials haven't precisely defined. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell hasn't said whether the central bank has met its inflation goal, but his recent remarks suggested that the Fed's leadership believes this goal of the average 2% inflation has or will soon be satisfied. That would make officials' assessment of when the economy has returned to maximum employment the final threshold to determine when to raise the rates. So uh, that will have uh, an impact on on the uh, recovery, and that'll happen when the Federal Reserve feels that the recovery is uh, uh, established. Now, part of what we look at in terms of uh, where the economy is, is basically the job openings and how many job openings are there. And basically, um, there's a survey that the Department of Labor puts out. It's called the JOLTS, and it's a job opening and labor turnover survey. And basically what that says is that for uh, May, uh, there were 9,209,000 uh, job openings, and uh, they're measured by one ads and, and uh, 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 on the web and newspapers and, and corporate bulletin boards, and uh, that's measured in the last day of May. <clears throat> and uh, that continues to... Uh, uh, to leap forward in the terms that in April uh, it jumped up from uh, 8,288,000 to uh, 9,193,000 and, and uh, so March was 8,000,000 8, uh, April was 9.19 million and now we're at 9.209 million. So job openings have exceeded uh, basically 900,000 or 9, uh, 9 million uh, for both uh, April and May. So um, what, you're showing, what you're seeing is that the availability of vaccines paired with the broader opening of the economy has spurred a snapback in economic activity. Uh, but consumers' demand is largely outpaced businesses' ability to hire. So uh, the increase in open positions uh, basically precedes the increase in the number of jobs. And uh, what you're seeing is that they're in, uh, according to the uh, latest report from the Department of Labor, is the June jobs report showed that an additional 850,000 uh, workers were hired, and uh, the economy is trying to react to the strong demand for labor, services, and goods uh, resulting from the vaccination programs and the opening of the world's largest economy. 
So the problem is evident everywhere where millions of people and companies and the government tries to get in sync uh, with the expansion after the pandemic shutdown. And then there's a problem in the uh, labor market with mismatches in skill mixes, uh, possible uh, uh, excessive unemployment benefits, uh, uh, people moving during the pandemic, people having decided with so many jobs available that they can pick and choose. In other words, what you're seeing is that the number of quits, uh, the number of uh, layoffs is going going down, 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 and a number of quits of uh, people uh, quitting a job and going in and looking for another better job uh, is going up, up, up. So uh, there's a lot of churn in the uh, labor market as people try to find uh, better jobs, jobs that are more satisfying, jobs that they can work on at home, and uh, um jobs that uh, they can stay with and enjoy the rest of their lives. So uh, what you're seeing is that uh, the job market, uh, in terms of where we've been and where we're going, uh, job openings in March were 8.28 million, April 9.19 million, in May uh, 9.209 million. In the uh, number of hires uh, in uh, May stood at 5.92 million, and the number of separations stood at 5.318 million. So all in all, it, it, uh, uh, in manufacturing, construction, uh, wholesale, for instance, the openings in manufacturing in May were 815,000. Construction was too close to 300,000. Wholesale trade is 280,000. Professional business services, 1.49 million. Uh, healthcare and social assistance, uh, 1.48 million. So, and uh, hospitality, 1.419 million. So, there's a lot of jobs open there in different uh, categories. So one of the things that, uh, uh, you know, during the, during the pandemic, the wisest thing would have been uh, if you were unemployed, not only to collect your unemployment, but also uh, uh, get some more job training so that uh, when the recovery starts, that you can move on to a better paying job. And uh, that's the case right now. The jobs are out there in every different category you can imagine you can imagine and uh, now's the time to uh, start looking and see what's out there even and that's even for not only for the uh, the young and the middle-aged people but even for the older people who perhaps looked at this covid as a forced retirement um, maybe now's the time to start looking at it and say hey there's such a demand for labor out there that uh, now's the time to uh, show that your you know the years of work maybe a dependable, experienced uh, worker. So you better maybe come out of retirement and get a job. So this is Jim Magalies.
Uh, you're listening to Get Rich Loads. Give us a call over our toll-free number. It's one 888 Now stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Rich Flow. This is your host this morning, uh, Jim McAleese. You can give us a call. We have this old free number. It's 1 888 281 1110. Colleen, did you have Hi. Yes. Hi, Jim. Yes. <laughs> we're here. We're yes. here. Um, Denise <laughs> gave us a call, and she's got a great question. Okay. Her husband has a 401k at work. Uh, but where she works, they don't offer anything like that. What would be the best way for her to save and invest money herself? Okay. Uh, you know, you, 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 your husband is lucky to have a 401k because basically a 401k uh, allows you to save for, for his retirement. And uh, he can basically put away something like $19,000 a year into that 401k. You know, our position is that uh, it's there, and uh, you should at least put enough into your 401k to get the corporate or the company match. In other words, the company might match you uh, dollar for dollar or 50 cents per dollar that you put in up to a certain level, you know, maybe like 4 or 4% or something like that. So having having that money automatically deducted is, uh, makes savings a lot easier. And, uh, you know, that company match is just uh, free money. So uh, your choices uh, are, are more limited, but they're not, uh, they're not, they're not dramatically limited. In other words, there are IRAs, and uh, that you can use. And uh, the IRAs are kind of limited in the sense that you can only contribute about $6,000 a year uh, to the IRA. And uh, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're 50 or over, you can contribute another 1000 for a total of 7000 So you can contribute to a traditional IRA, which means that you don't... Uh, have to pay the taxes on the money uh, today when you put the money into the uh, financial institution, which you will have to pay uh, taxes when it comes out. And the taxes will not be capital gains. They'll be ordinary income taxes at that rate. So uh, it allows you to, to uh, your earnings to grow tax deferred. Uh, and uh, they, they put a stipulation in there. They want you to keep it for retirement. So uh, they put a stipulation there, and it says that if you withdraw the money before 59 and a half, you may also, you'll get hit with a 10% penalty under most circumstances. There are certain circumstances that you can, uh, for certain purchases, you can avoid that. Then you also have the Roth IRA. In the case of the Roth IRA, there's, there's, uh, you don't get the uh, upfront tax deduction, but you can withdraw earnings tax-free uh, at uh, 
uh, income tax free at age 59 and a half as long as you held the loss for five years. In other words, uh, you put you pay your taxes on this uh, $7,000 or $6,000, and you put it in there and uh, keep it in there, and uh, then you take your uh, money out uh, when you get past 59 and a half, and uh, uh, the earnings will be uh, tax-free. And, uh, uh, of course, you can always take out uh, the money that you put in there. For instance, if you put in uh, $6,000 and it grew to $10,000, even before you get to be 59 and a half, you can still take out your $6,000 and leave it, but you can't take out those earnings uh, without a penalty in return if you get to 59 and a half and it's been in there for five years. So those are options. And uh, they they do have uh, restrictions in terms of how much you can be earning when you use those uh, options. And the other thing is uh, the old Bill Gates uh, uh, tax method, and that is, hey, uh, you pay your taxes and uh, on the money, and you put it into your uh, investments, and uh, you pay capital gains on it. So you pay, uh, uh, it's, not, it's not in a retirement plan, but uh, you do pay, uh, uh, ordinary uh, income taxes on your interest that you get, and uh, uh, some some of the dividends, and you also get uh, capital gains uh, treatment on the uh, on your investments. And the capital gains tax is fifteen uh, percent, which is uh, you know, unless you get into real high uh, earnings capacity, and then it comes up to twenty percent, but you do have all those capabilities, and the important thing is that you're interested in uh, saving for retirement. In other words, that you're getting to the point where uh, you know you're, you're interested in uh, a retirement fund. And uh, if you look at what well, we sit down with our clients and we go over uh, the monies that are going to be available in retirement, and they basically come from uh, almost all cases. Social Security is, is one of them. And then the next one would be uh, any pensions that are available. And uh, pensions have basically gone out of uh, style, so to speak. They're much more expensive to an employer than their 401k is. So the 401k has basically replaced the pension. So you've got your uh, uh, your uh, your uh, Social Security, your pension, and uh, a certain amount of money that you can take out of your uh, 401k or your retirement funds, be it a 401k or be it a uh, IRA or, or anything like that. So, and, uh, and then the question is, okay, then you take a look at your uh, uh, your needs in terms of retirement. Take a look at your spending and say, okay, I want to spend this much or I have the experience of spending this much. Now, how much do I have in my retirement uh, plans? And uh, the usual process is the, you know, the 4% rule, but there's a lot of arguments about 
uh, whether four percent of your retirement uh, funds is the right amount. Some people, there's been studies uh, at different organizations, the universities, the Boston University, Boston College, and also in terms of uh, uh, studies at Stanford that said the uh, required the uh, uh, minimum required distribution is the right way to go. The minimum required distribution uh, from your IRAs uh, and your retirement funds uh, generally starts at 4% when you're 72, and then it gradually increases. Uh, so that when you get to be 85 or something like that, it's up to 6%. And then when you get up to be 100, it's something like 15%. So, uh, it's another way of saying, well, how much money can I take out of my uh, retirement nest egg? So there are other ways to do that, too. But it's a good question. Uh, uh, if you uh, uh, have any other questions outside of what I just mentioned, give us a call. Our number here is 1-888-281-1110. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. I don't want another heartbreak. I don't need another turn to cry. No, I don't want to learn the hard way. Baby, hello. Oh, no. Goodbye. But you got to like Welcome back to Get Rich Story. You can give us a call over our toll free number. It's 1 888 281 So if you take a look and say, okay, what's happening in this recovery? And what's the economy look like? And how long is this? Uh, is this recovery going to go on? Um, I think it's got a lot of steam to it because, again, it's, uh, uh, people are feeling confident. People are feeling rich with their 15% increase in their, in their homes and uh, their investments are going up. And the, uh, basically, most people that have been working have been putting their uh, $1,400 or $600 checks, whatever they are, into the savings accounts. So, uh, and the, in the, the economy, last, last week we talked about what the manufacturing is doing, uh, parts of the economy, and this week we'll talk about what the uh, service parts of the U.S. economy are doing, and they're both doing very, very well. Uh, uh, this report is put out by the, uh, uh, the Institute of Supply Management, and they've been putting this report out for, I don't know, 30 years. Uh, and according to them, uh, uh, the, the author is Anthony Niver, who is the chair of the Institute of Supply Management at uh, uh, Services of the Committee. You know, I can't make out the rest of it. But <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, according to the services, uh, 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 purchasing manager index, 16 uh, services <coughs> uh, give you an idea of what uh, some of them are looking at, uh, the responses from the managers. Uh, uh, basically, strong growth 
uh, clearly evident as COVID restrictions ease, but the challenges are supply chains, outages, logistics delays, and employee and management staffing constraints. Uh, some locations can't open for business or have limited hours, uh, so we can't uh, staff the restaurant to meet the customer's demand. That comes from the accommodation and food services people. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, finance and insurance say that new business is actively trending up uh, locally, nationally, and internationally. Uh, another one is uh, healthcare. We continue to see high patient uh, flow. Uh, Excuse me, just a second. Uh, this is Jim McAleese. I'll be right back. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns staring up the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us. And he began to speak. He said, Basically, well, what, this, what this survey does is they talk to the managers in the different uh, service industries. And they ask them, well, how does uh, this month compare to the previous month with regard to production, uh, new orders, uh, backlog of orders, employment, prices, deliveries, and all the rest of the stuff? And basically, the the criteria, they grind all these comments into uh, uh, an index, and the and a neutral index number is 50. So anything over 50 indicates that, uh, hey, uh, well, we're doing better than we did last month. And the higher that number gets above 50, that means that the, the, uh, the, the better that company ser- service industry is doing. And what you're seeing is that Service industries, 39% say that this month was greater, better than last month. Uh, with regard to business activity, 42% say they got more orders this month than last month. Backlog, 35% say that they're increasing. Just about everywhere you look, uh, basically, it indicates that uh, business is getting better and better and better. And uh, this is Jim Magalies. Uh Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Welcome back to Get This Flow. Summer can be one of the busiest times of the year, and there are places to go and things to see. And this is the time to enjoy life, but it's also a time to grow, a time to assess who you are, how well you're doing, and perhaps a time to challenge yourself. You have a clear vision and focus of what you want to achieve and to set a time frame. Challenge yourself to be the best that you can be at all times. Visualize what you want to accomplish. See it in your mind. Write down your goals. Have a plan of action and never doubt that you will be successful. What you have to do is stretch your comfort zone. Do at least one thing a day that makes you feel uncomfortable. Push yourself 
you'd be amazed at how far you can go. Remember, on the other side of fear is freedom. And most of all, do not sweat the small stuff. Let go of the little things you cannot control. Don't take yourself too seriously. Recognize that perfection is not always the only option. And don't let life's imperfections bother you. Lighten up, see the funny side of things when they go wrong, and see the learning in them. Always be tolerant, smile, don't waste your energies on the small stuff. You have much bigger fish to fly. What you have to do is live with integrity. Always be true to yourself. Take pride in whatever you do. Be proud of who you are and what you represent. And then accept others with all their flaws. Show compassion and goodwill to your fellow human beings. Be dignified. Be a life of purpose and be proud of your values. Then show gratitude and say thank you to the people who have helped you along the way. Send a handwritten note to somebody who has touched you. Call up a friend or loved one and tell them how much they mean to you. Compliment a colleague or a business associate on a job well done. Show people you appreciate and care about them. Acts of kindness cost nothing, but they mean everything. Then celebrate success. Be proud of your achievement. Take time to recognize yourself and others for even the smallest successes. But also be humble and dignified, sensitive to people who are not as fortunate as you. I cannot express enough the importance of having a positive attitude and believing in yourself. To reach your final potential, you must rise above the prey and soar like an eagle. So until we meet again next week, for more than this may God protect you and keep you safe. You have been listening to Get Rich Slow with host Jim McAleese. For an outline and registration form regarding the Money School series, call 440-647-2793. For a complete list of books written by Tama McAleese, call 440-647-2793. Or to make an appointment with Jim regarding your own personal financial issues, call 440-647-2793. Jim will be back with Get Rich Slow next Saturday morning on 1420 WHK with more common sense finance strategies for financial winners. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., a member of FINRA and SIPC. Cornerstones Consultant, Inc. is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.